Mark Show. What's in your cup? A one-point game. Dear Basketball. From the moment I started rolling my dad's tube socks and shooting imaginary game-winning shots in the Great Western Forum, I knew one thing was real. I fell in love with you. A love so deep, I gave you my all. From my mind and body, to my spirit and soul. As a six-year-old boy, deeply in love with you, I never saw the end of the tunnel. I only saw myself running out of one. And so I ran. I ran up and down every court after every loose ball for you. You asked for my hustle, I gave you my heart. Because it came with so much more. I played through the sweat and the hurt. Not because challenge called me. But because you called me. I did everything for you. Because that's what you do when someone makes you feel as alive as you've made me feel. You gave a six-year-old boy his Laker dream. And I'll always love you for it. But I can't love you obsessively for much longer. This season is all I have left to give. My heart can take the pounding. My mind can handle the grind. But my body knows it's time to say goodbye. And that's okay. I'm ready to let you go. I want you to know now, so we both can savor every moment we have left together. The good and the bad. We have given each other all that we have. And we both know, no matter what I do next, I'll always be that kid with the rolled up socks, garbage can in the corner, Five seconds on the clock, ball in my hands. Five, four, three, two, one. Love you always, Kobe.
The Kickback Show. What's in your cup? A whole lot of everything. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody all around the world, welcome to the best thing to ever happen to your entire life. This is The Kickback Show. TheKickbackShow.com. I go by the name of Files, and she is... As always, it's your girl, Tiana Giovanna, uh-huh. and he is... DJ Swivel. Anything less will be unswivelized. That gone right. My main man on the ones and twos. Shout out to Organic Blackberry. Um, yes, indeed. All right, man. Look, uh... It's, it's, uh, this it's, is, this is the roughest time to come in, man, like to have to, to be in journalism or broadcasting at this time is not easy, um, to say the least, to say the absolute least. I've been pretty distraught since I found out the word of the great now late, uh, our brother, our Los Angeles staple, uh, pun intended, yeah. Uh, Kobe Bryant passing away. Uh, but not only that, his young daughter was along with him, as well as seven other uh, individuals, including a pilot, have uh, unfortunately passed in a, uh, in a very devastating uh, helicopter crash uh, that happened yesterday. And um, yeah, man, uh, it's, it's crazy to hear sportscasters and uh journalists people that have followed him and covered him for you know his entire career and beyond even um you know other athletes outside of basketball as well as you know the likes of Dwayne Wade and you know (laughs) it was just a couple days ago that LeBron James bypassed Kobe in the all-time scoring list Yep. On the Lakers roster uh, yeah, in, in Lakers Philadelphia yeah. against the Philadelphia 76ers, Philadelphia being where Kobe was born. Um, Which makes all of this just that much more surreal. It's, I mean, it's like, it kind of like overshadows that. Like now it's kind of like, like who cares at this point right now? Yeah. You know, clearly that's a great feat and much love and respect to LeBron James for accomplishing that. But it's like, Damn. But like, yeah, the, you know, we didn't even get to a Monday morning, you know, on, you know, ESPN or, or, um, you know, first take with Stephen A. Smith for them right. to like, you know, highlight LeBron James's accomplishment, you know, still obviously pay tribute to, to Kobe in a way. Yeah. Or um, even consider even, uh, even, even considering, uh, you know, Undisputed with Skip Bayless and having right, Shannon like, Sharp with the goat mask, you know, on yeah, and all that. I mean, you know. you know, LeBron's accomplishment, like, it lived for all of 10 hours, 12 hours, give or take. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, so not to, not to take away from something of that magnitude, but, you know, the passing of Kobe Bryant. Like, I was in the car when they announced it live on on knx radio and it was like you know this this just in kobe bryant has passed away in a helicopter crash and i was like wait what the yeah fuck did you just say yeah <laughs> Bro, like no i no, found out i found no. out before anybody reported it like i found out my boy um you know there's a text message thread i was and i'm in on my way to church and uh he was my boy was just like you know we were joking and clowning around 
And uh, one of the homies, Bob Fish, was like, yo, like, I ain't in here for none of this today. Like, Grammys is canceled. Like, yeah, everything everybody, canceled. like, the whole city shut down. Like, and then, like, one of the other homies, Jay Ski, was just like, Kobe died. Like, and, like, immediately I went to, like, look to, like, try to confirm and yeah. saw reports and still was kind of like, wait, like, like I hadn't seen anybody major. It was still kind of like Just a couple posts, in. like yeah. TMZ had reported it. So there were a couple story, like, you know, headlines here and there from like not necessarily credible, you know, news outlets. And immediately I turned into KNX, radio yeah. out here in Los Angeles. I turned yeah. into 710 ESPN. And they weren't, and ESPN they, wasn't saying they anything. They weren't saying anything for it for a long time. And it took up until... I got out of church about an hour later, got back in the car, turned to ESPN for them to say, okay, we can now officially right. report. Yeah. No, it's been confirmed that he passed away. Um, and then later on found out that his daughter. And yeah. that's, that's and the that most also. That's the part that got me. Cause I like, I called Tiana immediately after I heard the announcement on, on the radio. Yeah. And, and I'm like, T like Kobe Bryant just died and she was like wait what and and I was in absolute disbelief I was I, I was already like full body numbness by that point yeah. but my my first thought was like because when they said <clears throat> when they announced it on the radio it was like in Calabasas I was like no please don't please don't tell me that Gigi was on that helicopter because I'm familiar where the Mamba Academy is located and we live in Orange County. We may be like 15, 20 minutes away from where Kobe lives. Okay. And so the direction to get from you have to rub that in nobody's face. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. We're not in we're not in the same neighborhood <laughs> or nothing like that. But to get, I'm I'm looking at it like I know the direction he's got to go to get to the academy. Right. And Calabasas, you going right past that right. to yeah. get there. And so I'm like, please tell me that she was not on board. And when I called Tiana, like she, you know. We talked for a few minutes. We got off the phone. She called me right back two minutes later, said, like, none of the girls are, are reported on, on the copter. So I'm like, okay. Okay, cool. But then, then later. About an hour or so later, then they find out, like, indeed she was. And I'm like, like, that, I'm literally, like, in the car dropping F-bombs left and right, like, about to break the steering wheel off the column. Because yeah, I'm like, I just, I had a... Uh, a sense of it like and yeah. i'm like no of no yeah, no man. yeah like that it hurts man like it it truly indeed hurts like, yeah that was hard and i think everybody also feels for his his now widow and also feels for the his his remaining daughters you know what i'm saying like um <sighs> man dude it I'm still like, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how to how to process this. I, I mean, I don't know that you can process something like this for a while after because it seems, you know, so senseless. Like we know he liked to like he he traveled by helicopter a lot. Right. Yeah. And I mean, you you think, I guess, of it as like a safer mode of transportation than like small, like single engine airplanes and stuff like that. Right. right? And he was familiar with it enough to where he owned his own yeah, chopper. Yeah. So to think like 
Oh yeah, it just randomly like ran into the side. But I don't like think a this, like, this particular chapter wasn't necessarily his. Um, I think this was like another one that was rented, which, ironically, one of my homeboys going back to this thread knows. I guess the the owner of the company that rented out. Oh yeah. The uh, the chopper man and. You know the the. For me, it's like growing up watching Jordan play. Yeah. And I was obviously playing basketball as a kid and and emulating Jordan to the best of my abilities or whatever. Right. Um, and then being in a high school where I'm in the same league as Vanessa Bryant. Wow. So, like, when I was in high school, she and Kobe obviously were in high school. Like, so, like... We were hearing talks about like this f- basketball phenom, and yeah. he's like, you know, he's his girlfriend goes to Marina High School, which is right in my city. I'm just like, so there's that connection. Yeah. And then playing some semi-professional basketball at a high school, but realizing like basketball is not gonna be my ticket. Yeah. To seeing somebody like Kobe Bryant, so. I then live vicariously through Kobe as far as basketball is concerned because, right. like, I love Jordan. Kobe is, like, just as great. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then. But he's our age. But he's our, he's my yeah, age. Right. Like, so, like, again, like, I identified through Kobe. Yeah. And then fast forward all the way to my coaching career now as far as track and field goes. His daughter's basketball team, half their practice sessions occur at one of the institutions I'm affiliated with. So I would see Kobe in the gym with his daughter's basketball team practicing, you know, a couple of times a month. To make matters even worse, (sighs) which, like, it hits me from another angle, is Ava had a basketball game yesterday afternoon. And during the game, I find out that one of the one of the parents on board was the the head baseball coach at Orange Coast College. That's the community college I coached for ten years at. His name is John Altabelli. His office was literally next door to the track and field office. So for ten years, I mean, the, obviously the first first four years of my coaching there, like I wasn't heavily involved. But once I got more involved, so like the last six uh, six years. You know, I'm seeing John in the hallway all the time. Like right. we're passing, we're talking, you know, just about whatever regularly. Just the regular man, coworker stuff. Regular coworker stuff. The yeah. man won in the last four years that I was with OCC. The man won three state titles. Like so, like uh, you know, and he, and and just to clarify, he was one of the individuals that was on the plane. He was one of the individuals on the helicopter. This the the. the the sad part is his wife was on the helicopter. His daughter was on the helicopter. They had a second daughter who wasn't on the helicopter. So that young girl lost both her parents and her sister in the same incident. And, you know, it's, it's just like... But for, you know, go ahead. You don't have to be a Laker fan. You don't have to be a Kobe fan. You don't have to be a basketball. You don't have to be a basketball. You don't have to be from Southern California or LA. Like, but when you take into consideration how many lives 
have been negatively affected yeah. by the nine people that were on, or by the loss of the nine people that were on that helicopter, like yeah. that hits you. Because yeah. my thing was like, a, I mean, yes, when I heard about Kobe, I, I was sad because I knew like what he meant to the institution of baseball, what he meant to the city of LA and, and Orange County. But I wasn't, you know, heartbroken. I'm like, oh, damn, like that, you know, that's hard. Yeah. But then when I found out his daughter was on board, like right. that's what brought me to tears. Because yeah. then I'm like, I'm looking at it like from a mother's perspective, yeah. you've lost your daughter. You've lost your husband. Yeah. What, like that's heartbreaking. Yeah. And then, you know, when Ian was telling me, like, he personally knew, you know, the the coach from OCC that was on there. And then, again, just to put it in perspective, his wife, his daughter. So now you have now you have a, a, a young girl who's ultimately been orphaned. Yeah. And her whole entire life is a night and day difference yeah. in literally the blink of an eye. Because uh, initially when they were saying it was only five people on the helicopter... Yeah, and you know it was another parent and child um, that was a teammate of, of Gigi's on the team. Yeah, you know that's when I heard up heard about John, and I'm like, damn, John and his daughter. But then all of a sudden it came out there was nine people on the chapter, and they brought forth the information that John's wife was on the helicopter. I'm like, damn, are you serious? Like that whole entire family is yeah. well, not the whole entire, but I mean the whole entire family's gutted in in a sense. Yeah, it's like I. It's tragic. It's it's nothing short of a tragedy, and (sighs) I think we're gonna be reeling from this for a while. Absolutely, I um was always a a huge Kobe fan. I think I kind of share the same with you, Swift. Like, watched Jordan growing up, and always got (laughs) I kind of got ridiculed uh, jokingly uh, by one of my uncles because. You know, born and raised in Southern California, so you know, huge Laker fan, live and die by the Lakers. Right. Um, but I love Jordan, so I, you know, supported the Bulls during the '90s. So then, when they would play, my uncle would always ask me, like, you know, "Who are you rooting for?" And it's like, yeah. uh, I don't know, I'm going for both. You know, right. <laughs> um, but needless, you know, so I, I say that to say, you know, I, I love Jordan growing up, but I didn't, I didn't experience Jordan like the older you know the generation before me did right yeah well but kobe was our generation kobe huh that kobe was our generation kobe was our generation like we went to high school around the same time yeah like he got he got signed when we graduated right or right around that time and it's yeah well i was in sixth sixth grade anyway uh (laughs) but needless to say like i remember being in high school when you know they got their first title and then when they swept the entire, uh, you know, the entire playoffs, you know what I mean, except yeah, for that, that, that first game, game yeah. you know, against Allen Iverson in the finals, I showed up to school after every series with a bigger broom. You know, I started <laughs> off with a little dust broom, and then I, you know, was like, okay, let's get this this regular size broom, and then the came with the uh, came with the push broom. You know, on that that final series, like. <laughs> I got to go buy a bigger broom if if they sweep if this they last one. It, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And, um, you know, same, like, you know, I, I 
played basketball as a kid and everything, but clearly my 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 gift was in my voice and, and in music, you know, but uh same kind of live vicariously through Kobe Bryant, you know what I mean? It was like, yo, he's the best, you know, where everybody wants to be like Mike, but it's like, yeah, but Kobe Yeah. Kobe made it, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he was he was the closest that there was and I think the thing that I gravitated towards the most was his work ethic. You know what I mean? Um Absolutely. Him just yeah. being like a workhorse, you know what I mean? So and Once that you, you know that makes it even worse. You taking into consideration he had a whole lifetime ahead of him man. to continue to contribute to you know. And then he has all girls, all so girls. he was That's, huge was in like WNBA and like you know equality because he sees he, or he was he saw yeah. what his girls were up against. Right. Yeah. That's that. That's and exactly that's where I was gonna. That was that's huge because, yeah. like, you know, obviously, like, Tiana and I, like, you know, when we sort of agreed to have like two kids, like, you know, we obviously shooting for one boy, one girl, and having having a second girl, like, you know, people ask me, like, you know, what you think? Well, shoot, Obama's got girls, yeah. Kobe's got girls. Like, right. I always defaulted to. <laughs> To these great men who have girls only, so I'm like, I guess I'm just following in their footsteps or whatever. There you go. Yeah. Um, but you know, to to see Gigi the way she took on basketball the She's last like three four years, she was a beast. Like, uh, I I saw a clip of Kobe talking to uh, who was it? Um, not Fallon. Who's the other dude? Um, Jimmy Kimmel. Yes. Yeah. And you know. I think Kimmel even asked, like, what, you know, what do people do or what do you say, like, when people are like, you know, are you going to have a boy? You've had all these girls. And he's like, you know, don't you want a boy to carry on the legacy and, and make it to the NBA? And he's like, you know, what's funny is I have Gigi with me when some of those comments come up. And Gigi's like, hey, you looking at her. I got Ooh, this. Like, oh. <laughs> so he's like, she's all dialed in yeah, WNBA. Yeah, here she yeah, comes. Yeah. And to have it just freaking ripped away. away like because that's huge that's huge yeah. for and, and i've said this before when you have a fight that you are taking to that, that needs to be taken seriously when you have someone who would naturally be on the opposite side of that fight is when people start to pay attention right. so for instance you know with with racism and it sucks. Black people can shout all day long, racism, racism, racism. But when a white person steps in and says, yo, that's racist, right. that's when people's it ears perk up. Yeah. So, you know, and the same is true with women's issues. With, you know, the WNBA just got to a point, I want to say, where they got like maternity leave. Right. That was, that was yeah, that like about a month huge. ago. That, yeah, that that's new huge. collective bargaining. Yeah. yeah. And, but. And five hundred thousand dollars in salary. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you you think about how how far behind and how archaic the the rules around the WNBA was, but then you have someone like a Kobe Bryant, who is like a legend for men's basketball, right. step in and advocate yeah. for the WNBA. Then people's ears perk up. Right. Women can shout and yell and scream all day long like we want equal pay and we want, you know, maternity leave and we want this, that and the next. We want to be treated like a human. Exactly. <laughs> and, mo and and people don't Bruh. listen. They're like, oh, yeah, 
whatever. Right. It is what it is. Just, you know, just be happy you have the WNBA. Right. But then you have like a Kobe step in advocating and they're like, oh, maybe there's something to this. Which so it's a huge loss in that regard as and well. It, and it really is. And it kind of reminds, I mean, it goes back to what you said earlier as far as like, you don't have to be a fan of his personal life or basketball or anything because we lost we lost humans with potential. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we never know how Gigi's career would have played out. We we don't know how Kobe what else he would have been developing. I heard somebody, I don't remember who she was or uh. she, but she was close to him and was like, yo, like he got into, you know, working on animations and like Doing philanthropy, he won work a doing freaking Academy of, Award. I'm what saying. within two years of retiring from the NBA for yeah. an animation work was very heavily involved in his daughter's you know career and he's got did how so many, much. I forget how many books he's got out already. Right, like, and I and part of what she said was was like, "Yo, you're retired, live a retirement life." And he was like, <laughs> he's like I "No, can't. this is like, a retirement life work. for me." Like I, he he right. just was so. You know, like you mentioned, like dialed in, like yeah. he was like, I, I have so much more to do. And it's crazy because like. But that goes to his work ethic. Like you yeah. were saying that you admired about him. Right. Like he literally does not have to work another day in his entire life. And he will die. He would have died a great man at the age of 90 or a hundred. You know what I mean? Right or, or eight hundred twenty-four because that's how long Kobe would have had to live. He had to right, like would never have had to work another day in his life, yeah. and would still be looked upon as a great and accomplished human being. Yeah. But the fact that he chose to continue his crusade yeah. speaks volumes, and it's it's a huge loss. I'm just I'm it's it's so devastating because you don't think of life in this manner. Of losing great ones like this hurts almost just as bad as when I found out Michael Jackson and Prince died. You know what I mean? And losing I, Nipsey. You know what I mean? Like we're losing greats. You know, like and the list goes on, and it's just like, damn. Like, was it supposed to happen this way? Like, I think no, I got so accustomed to thinking well, like you die of old age. Like you don't. But, but it's it's crazy because. Magic Johnson made an amazing statement. He said, you know, L.A. needs heroes. Yeah. And, and we're and, getting ours stripped away. And talked yeah. about, you know, Kobe being one of those heroes. But, right. I mean, I don't I don't think that we can look at, like, you know, he, yes, he's, he's physically gone, yeah. but he didn't die in vain. No, you know what I mean? Like, any time you have... Like, it's one thing to die of old age when it's expected. But I feel like when you get these moments of, of horrible tragedy, there's so much opportunity masked as horrible tragedy. Yeah. You know, and, and those are those are the stories that you tell. And those are the you know, those that's when people pick up where someone left off. And I was I was just thinking that because I'm wondering how many people are going to go back and listen to Kobe's albums. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he went number one this week yeah. in one of his songs. But, stories. I mean, look at how much momentum <clears throat> Nipsey's passing gave to other people yeah. to, to, you know, try to pick, that up, pick up that legacy and push forward. And I'm just hoping that what this does, at least for this Lakers squad, is... is 
or just NBA in general is is kicks up their work ethic. You know what I mean? And they can see that the possibility, or even if it's the next generation, to see like, hey, if I work this hard, this is what I'm able to achieve. If I dedicate my time wisely, this is what I'm able to become. You know what I mean? Because clearly, I know that there's going to be volumes of footage of Kobe, you know, of stuff that we haven't seen from practice and Absolutely. Yeah. you know what I mean every shot that he's made and how calculated he was and granted he's a savant in his own right but you know a lot of that is work ethic you know so rest in peace man rest in paradise um, yeah shout out to everybody affected by this shout out to his you know much love and condolences to his wife to everybody that knew him personally as a friend um just the entire you know community of basketball and uh los angeles like yeah we we definitely lost a great shout out to everybody yeah. that was at la live that practically damn near shut down the grammys yeah. <laughs> like right. the grammys ultimately became obsolete um i saw somebody tweet there's like stable center i know the grammys are tonight but we need to we need stable center back because we yeah. need we right need a place we for need people to, to come in space real quick yeah. exactly you know what i mean and uh shout out to all the, the players who have uh taken a moment in between games just to kind of give that moment of silence so um and trey young wore the number eight in his his jersey yeah, on man. the game yesterday i hope uh i hope the lakers all kind of unify and wear either 24 or 8 man and uh do something you know to just commemorate somebody somebody tweeted the nba should retire eight and 24 across, across the, board. the board like no no team no player on any team should ever wear those two numbers you know what I, i'm all for it. i'm all for that too man i think that's that's the ultimate sign of respect and, and admiration for somebody so great that had such a huge impact on the game you know yeah. what i mean so uh yeah man um with that being said, um, hold I, hold your hold your loved ones a little tighter tonight. Yeah, Bruh. Yeah, um, just you know. And I think uh, I know that I'm gonna I'm gonna make an effort and do a better job at at you know closing out this show with just saying that you know I love you. Um, if you if you haven't heard that today, take that to heart. Even if I've never seen you or uh, if we've never met just know that you know you got love that's coming from a place which is why we do what we do uh so definitely take that to heart and 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 spread that same energy to someone else man so uh yeah um i think it's only right that we just kind of fill up today's shows uh today's shows today's show with uh with that same love and admiration for kobe um just kind of reverencing his life and his legacy you know what i'm saying it kind of mix in you know what we can you know what i'm saying so dj swivel yeah you know i think the <laughs> the ball is in your court you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh just kind of take it away you know what i'm saying yeah man there it is uh much love y'all one name kobe that's all we needed buckle up for kobe what did i just see kobe 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 from the time we first saw him as an ascendant star at Lower Marion High School outside Philadelphia, Kobe Bryant did more than shine. He captivated, and faster than that, he dominated. I have decided to skip college and take my talent to the NBA. Picked 13th in the 1996 NBA draft by Charlotte. Kobe Bryant 
from Lower Marion High School in Pennsylvania. He was traded that same day to the Lakers. The Golden Jersey, baby. And Kobe Bryant making his first appearance. Bryant would become the youngest player ever to appear in an NBA game. Kobe Bryant, 18-year-old rookie. By his second season, an NBA All-Star. Playing with a flair, feel, and instinct that for many conjured Michael Jordan. That is so difficult. Some people can't dribble between their legs. By his fourth season in 2000, playing alongside Shaquille O'Neal, he was an NBA champion. Are we looking forward to coming back next year and defending our throne? Absolutely. The first of three consecutive titles for the Lakers. After O'Neal left Los Angeles, Bryant would become a leading light and unrelenting scorer in the league. History tonight at Staples Center. Famously dropping 81 against Toronto in 2006. And an 81-point game, 55 in the second half. It's about the W. I turned it on because uh, I felt like we were a little lethargic. So I just started going full bore, and it just turned into something special. He won the scoring title that season, and again in 07, and then was named league MVP in 2008. You know, these are my guys, these are my brothers, and we have won MVP. But for all the individual glory, Bryant's team accomplishments in LA weren't done. Basketball immortality for the 09 Los Angeles Lakers. He carried the Lakers to NBA titles the next two seasons in 2009 and 10, earning finals MVP both times. I had no idea how it was going to happen or how we were going to win, but I just wanted to make a new we were going to win. First, this is supposed to happen. His ruthless drive became known as the Mamba mentality. I have no fear whatsoever. If I take the last second shot and I miss, so what? And perhaps showed most when he returned from a devastating Achilles injury in 2013 to play three more seasons. And in perhaps the most memorable finale to an NBA career ever, he scored 60 points in his final game. What can I say? Mamba out. For all its longevity, Bryant's career was not free of controversy. In 2003, he was accused of rape by a 19-year-old hotel employee in Colorado. Prosecutors would later drop the charges, and a civil case ended in an undisclosed settlement. In 2016, Bryant retired from the league as an 18-time All-Star, five-time NBA champion, and two-time Olympic gold medalist. After his playing career, he wrote a series of children's books and produced an animated feature, Dear Basketball, which won an Oscar in 2018. Bryant was widely expected to be inducted into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame on the first ballot later this year. A father of four daughters, Bryant was killed in a helicopter crash in Calabasas, California. He was traveling with his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, to a basketball game when the helicopter went down. One name, one icon, one legacy. Kobe Bryant was 41 years old. Number eight and number 24, Kobe Bryant. Few players seemed as destined for greatness as Kobe Bryant. The son of an NBA player, 
born August the 23rd, 1978. Kobe rose to prominence as a high school star out of Lower Marion just outside of Philadelphia. He became the first guard ever to make the jump from high school to the NBA. Lakers general manager Jerry West became infatuated with a 17-year-old. You could see that this fierce burning desire that he had uh, to not only be great, but he had a competitive nature that he knew he was going to get better. West acquired the draft rights to Kobe, pairing him with Shaquille O'Neal to form one of the most iconic duos in NBA history. When I was signing in Atlanta during the Olympics, Jerry West said, hey, I'm about to get this 18-year-old kid, Kobe Bryant, nobody really knows about, but you and him will definitely, this is what he told me, you'll definitely be better than Magic and Kareem, and you will definitely win multiple championships. But winning didn't come easy for Kobe, most notably in the 1997 Western Conference semifinals against the Utah Jazz. Pull out, shot on the way, no good. Bryant for three, it's Jordan Dead, air ball, seven seconds. Here's a three-pointer, air ball at the one. He's a different kind of animal. And I knew he was a different kind of animal in the Utah series when he took those three shots. Nobody else wanted to take them because I knew one day he was going to be a beast. But his unrelenting confidence at such a young age gave us all a glimpse of what was to come. Under the guidance of Phil Jackson, Kobe and Shaq began to deliver on the promise they'd shown leading up to their first NBA championship in the year 2000. The pair then went on to complete a three-peat in 2001 and 2002, cementing their status as one of the most dominant duos in sports history. During that same time, Kobe met his future wife Vanessa, marrying her in April of 2001. They welcomed their first daughter Natalia in January of 2003 before having three more girls, Gianna, Bianca, and Capri. But Kobe wasn't without his personal failings. You see, Bryant was arrested for sexual assault in 2003 before the charges were dropped in 2004. A tumultuous year came to a close with a disappointing loss to the Detroit Pistons in the 2004 NBA Finals. Bryant yearned to prove himself individually and O'Neal was traded to Miami. And Kobe's singular greatness was never more apparent than on one incredible Sunday evening in January of 2006. Kobe Bryant, 28 for 46 from the field. This would be 18 for 20 from the line and an 81-point game. And listen to this crowd for number eight, Kobe Bryant. But it wasn't until the addition of Paul Gasol in 2008 that Kobe returned to the NBA's grandest stage. And after falling to the Celtics in the finals that season, the Lakers won back-to-back -back championships in 2009 and 2010, with Bryant winning finals MVP both times. Kobe continued to chase a sixth NBA championship to match his idol Michael Jordan before injuries derailed his quest, ultimately by a torn Achilles tendon in April of 2013. But in a move that couldn't have defined the Mamba mentality anymore, Kobe returned to the court to sink a pair of free throws. Bryant never returned to his athletic apex, but managed to pull off one last performance for the ages in his final game. A 60-point game for Kobe Bryant. What a performance, what an action for number 24. You couldn't have written this. What can I say? Mamba out. 
But the end of his basketball journey was the beginning of another. After years in front of the camera during his legendary Laker career, Kobe transitioned to a job behind the camera, founding Granity Studios, a multimedia storytelling company. Brian attacked his new profession with the same drive and passion as the one that made him a global superstar producing a variety of content, reaching the peak of his new craft by winning an Oscar in 2018 for his animated short film, Dear Basketball. Basketball players, we're really supposed to shut up and dribble, but I'm glad, I'm glad we do a little bit more than that. Um, thank you, Academy, for this amazing honor. Kobe returned to Staples Center in December of 2017 to see both of his iconic numbers, 8 and 24, retired in the rafters. And the closest he got to the basketball court in retirement was coaching his daughter Gianna's AAU basketball team, naturally called the Mambas. No athlete in history belongs to Los Angeles more than Kobe Bryant. In a city of stars, his was the brightest of them all. From a precocious teenager to a relentless champion on the court, an Oscar winner, but more importantly, a husband and father, few have lived a life as full as Kobe being Bryant. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, I want to say, you know, it's... Um, Thank you so much for tonight. Um, but, you know, it's not, you know, it's, it's not about um, my jerseys that are hanging up there for me. You know, it's about the jerseys that were hanging up there before. Um, you know, without them, I couldn't be here today. They inspired me to play the game at a high level. Magic, Cap, Shaq pushing me every day, uh, Baylor. Chamberlain, Goodrich, West, Worthy, goes on and on. And, uh, and secondly, it's about this class organization. And uh, Jerry Buss, your father, believing in a skinny old kid from Lower Marion High School in Philadelphia. <laughs> um, and it's also uh, about the next generation. It's about this current Laker roster that we have here. You know, it's about, it's about embodying the spirit that exists in those jerseys up there and carrying this organization forward so that the next 20 years are better than the past 20 years. And that's what it's about. And then it's also about the fans. Fans. Um, the media. Uh, I don't think you guys understand how present you guys were with me. You know, you guys were there with me at 5.30 in the morning when I was running the track and I was midway through my workout. And I didn't know if I could make it through. And I thought about the expectations you guys had, you guys had for me and you had for our team. And it pushed me through. It got me through those 800s and 400s and 100s at 5.30 in the morning. So I thank you. And... Uh, it's about family. It's about my wife, Vanessa. <laughs> you know, you guys don't know this, but the last game, my last game uh, that we had here against the Utah Jazz, I was really tired. I got home and I was like, you know what? I don't know if I can do this thing. Um, I got one more game left, but I don't have any legs. And she said, I want to show you something. I got a gift for you for your last game. And uh, she proceeded to show me a row of retired jerseys from Baylor, from Magic, from Shaq, from Cap, 
all with personal messages signed to me, including from Michael Jordan, including from the great Bill Russell, including from the great Larry Bird. And when I saw that, I knew then that I had to turn it up. I had to turn it up. So thank you, baby, for being an inspiration to me. And, uh, and lastly, our daughters, Natalia, Gianna, and Bianca. Um, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I hope that tonight is not, you know, you guys know that, you know, if you do the work, you work hard enough, dreams come true. You know that, we all know that. But hopefully what you get from tonight is the understanding that um, those times when you get up early and you work hard, those times when you stay up late and you work hard, those times when you don't feel like working, you're too tired, you don't want to push yourself, but you do it anyway. Um, that is actually the dream. That's the dream. It's not the destination, it's the journey. And if you guys, if you guys can understand that, then what you'll see happen is that you won't accomplish your dreams. Your dreams won't come true. Um, something greater will. And uh, if you guys can understand that, then I'm doing my job as a father. Thank you guys so much. I love you. And, uh, Mamba out. I'm young, but uh, I'm not going to back down from anyone. Uh, I'm just going to play hard. No, who knows? Dear Kobe. Dear Kobe. Dear Kobe. Dear Kobe. Dear Kobe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Kobe Bean. Kobe, thank you, man. Dear Kobe. Thank you. Thank you for your passion, your commitment, and dedication to basketball. Thank you for showing us that the number 24 isn't just a number on your jersey, but the amount of hours in the day that you have to devote to the game to be the best. Thank you for giving and giving and giving. Thank you for pushing through when your body says no, but your heart says yes. Thank you for the games that you refuse to lose and the ones you always seem destined to win. Thank you for your endless drive. For showing us that even on your worst day, there's nothing else to do but push harder. For showing us there's no such thing as magic, but only hard work. Thank you for playing the game the way it was meant to be played. Thank you for teaching us to believe in ourselves, even when nobody else did. For 20 years, you gave our game all you had, and we are eternally grateful. Thank you for being you, competitor supreme. Thank you for loving the game of basketball. Congratulations, and uh, you know, we're going to keep chasing you. Yeah. Tracklife.com.com